Hi, this is Hazel. Have you checked out my OnlyFans yet? OnlyFans.com slash Hazel the Hot Wife. <laughs> Warning. This podcast contains material of an adult nature. We talk a lot about sex. It contains explicit content. About sex. Explicit language. About dirty sex. Explicit situations. That involve me having sex. It is intended for adults only. That may want to have sex with me. Welcome to the Swing Pod with Rocky and Hazel. I'm Rocky. And I'm Hazel. And we're so glad you're here. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. I'm kind of looking at your top that you're wearing. Yeah? Doesn't have a whole lot of cleavage going on. No, it does not. I'm just trying to be comfortable. Um, you could be more comfortable. So could you. You have a t-shirt on. Taking my t-shirt off doesn't do anything for anybody. How you know? Because I know. Because <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a dude. You're a dude. You taking your shirt off, however, is going to cause quite a stir. That happens a lot. It seems to naturally fall off a lot. It naturally just falls. Just disintegrates. So what are we talking about tonight? Well, we have several things we're going to be talking about. All right, well, hit me it up. It looks like we're going, we're going back retro and going over some do's and don'ts of the lifestyle, how to get going, tips for swinging, games, all kinds of stuff. I like games. I know you do. You want to start with the games or you want to start with the tips? Either one. Or the tits. Well, the tits are covered right now, so I guess we'll start with the tips. We decided to, like you said, I guess go a little bit retro for a couple of reasons. Number one, I think it's important that we actually provide, for lack of a better word, some guidance because a lot of people that listen are new to swinging and every now and then going over some of the things that might help you with your journey or help a couple with their journey is probably, well, we, we ought to be doing that every now and then. True. Instead of just talking about our shenanigans all the, all the well, time. I mean, most jobs that you go to college for, you end up having to do ongoing learning. So this could probably be continuing education, that. continuing education. I couldn't think of the word. That's thank you very much. You are, you are welcome. You want to go the, go over the first one? So the first tip is keep an open line of communication. Do you want me to read the whole thing? Yeah. Uh, the key to a successful swinging relationship is communication between partners. Swinging is all about trust. For the lifestyle to work without jealousy or pain, both partners need to be on the same page and feel secure in their relationship and goals. Sit down with your partner and be honest about what turns you on and what makes you feel nervous or concerned. That one's a big one. There might be a little bit of degree of easier said than done in that one because it's other people, it's other emotions, it's your own emotions, it's trying to figure out your partner's emotions and feelings and all of those things. What do you think? Exactly what you said. I mean, it, everyone tries to keep open lines of communication going, but sometimes things get in the way and maybe one person gets hurt or the other person gets hurt and then the communication kind of slows down a little bit. You got to keep it open always because without communication this is going to be a very hard thing to do yes agreed 
Next one is establish clear boundaries. Every swinging couple will have a few ground rules to ensure they're entirely comfortable with the lifestyle. This one goes on for quite a bit, but those are going to be different for everyone and they're going to change. They're going to devolve. They're going to evolve. It just depends on your own relationship on how you and your comfortable, how you and your partner are comfortable with whatever it is that you're doing. Right. When we first started, we had a rule that no kissing. Mm -hmm. That's a really hard one to continue for an extended period of time. Would you agree? Yeah, that one didn't last, but maybe a month with us. That was a way that we eased ourselves into it a little bit, trying to establish some things that we felt were ours, for lack of a better word. And when well, you, kissing wasn't one of those. It was for me. I mean, I liked at first. Anyway, you're a great kisser. So well, thank you. You know, thinking about someone else kissing <clears throat> you at at first bugged me. Then it didn't. I don't know. You know, I guess it's part of that evolution of whatever trust you being turned on, happy, and all of those things that go with swinging, right? Right. But there's all kinds of other boundaries and things like that and playing together and only you know not playing separate what's some other ones that uh, that there's a lot of people that have a lot lot of people have condoms um some are uh soft swaps so no penetration i mean it's a long list of things that Everyone has their things. Yeah, some people are just exhibitionists. They don't even really... Yeah, maybe they just like to be naked. And they like to hang around swingers and watch. They like the vibe that they feel, and that, that turns them on, and then they have sex with their partner. Right. And there's there's so many different variables within the swinging world. Not everybody is absolutely the same. Well, and that communication from number one mm-hmm. really folds into this one, too, mm-hmm. because it's not just the communication with your partner being clear on the boundaries that you and your partner have with someone else that you're bringing into the mix whether it be an individual or a couple is also important Uh, and that's that's harder to do sure because you never know when actual play might happen i mean maybe you're at a party and everybody's just having a great time and then play ensues well you haven't had a conversation with all the people that were at the party you know these are our rules Right. I mean, that's a little harder. It is. But you. But as long as your partner knows what the rules are, that should be good enough. Right. They can relay what the rules are. Right. Like if you don't play separate, that's something that your partner knows. Therefore, you don't have to tell everybody that. Very true. Yeah. Oh, anal sex too. <laughs> I mean, I was, I just glanced over and anal popped out at me. I mean, that was one of the boundaries. Uh, other couples encourage oral, vaginal, and anal sex while swinging, sometimes called full swap or full swapping. I guess I should have read the rest of it. Right. See? Some per- some couples prefer threesomes. Some some couples aren't in it to play with another couple. Maybe they're just looking for a single girl or a single guy. There's a whole mess there's of a couples whole mess that are of, looking for single girls. Well, everybody's looking for single girls. Careful what you ask for. And there's that. I mean, that goes in any dynamic i think right you want to do the next one yeah um number three start slow 
You don't have to visit a swingers club or organize an orgy for your first experience. Oh, that's bullshit. Ease into the lifestyle by watching porn or browsing swinging websites with your partner to discuss and fantasize about the kind of sexual partners you may want to invite into your relationship. Everybody kind of starts different, I think. You know, sometimes people start in a lifestyle without even knowing they started in the lifestyle. So, yeah, that's kind of how we did. We didn't really know that there was community at well, first. That's not what I mean. I mean, we knew we were getting into the lifestyle right. before we went to our first party. Right. What I'm saying is maybe a couple goes to, you know, um, uh, what's, it, no, uh, what's it called? Guys go on bachelor parties to these places. Strip club. Oh my gosh. My brain is not working. Yeah. So say, say it just turns this couple on to watch porn together or go to a strip club and watch strippers. Well, there happened to be a stripping strip club that we used to go to that also had a couple's area. So that's what I mean. They went to the strip club, but then found out there's a couple's area. They meander up there. Maybe there's a whole bunch of people. And then somehow one thing happens and then they're swinging. That's what I mean by don't know that they're starting in the swinging. Right. It just naturally occurs. It just naturally occurred, right? My point was just you don't have to go headfirst into it. You can just dip your toe in it. If you want to start off with soft swap or, you know, just playing with one extra person, you know, it doesn't always have to be a couple. That would be my suggestion. It's easier to find a guy to come into the mix than it is a woman. Like I said, everybody's looking for the threesome with the woman. Right. I think a lot of couples at first really kind of stick to that because that's their... Stick to what? That dynamic. I just think... What, a guy? Yeah, trying to get a woman into the mix. Oh, that stick to that and they're looking for a unicorn or... Right. You see it all over the place and we're looking for a woman. You see Mm -hmm. it posted in just about every single group in Facebook all the time. And it it gets to the point where we've been doing it long enough where I just kind of roll my eyes at it anymore. It's like, oh yeah, I remember that fantasy. Diamond and Rock. Oh, You remember that fantasy? Well, I mean, not the fantasy, but that's how I perceived at first Mm -hmm. getting into it. Mm -hmm. You cleared that misconception up right away. I mean, you remember when we first talked about Mm -hmm. it, we talked about... Because we got into the lifestyle as a couple, so we were looking for whatever. But in your mind, it was, ooh, we're in the lifestyle now. I get to sleep with all kinds of women. Well, and that's what I thought. That was my perception at first. Right. You know, and body. then I said, um, <clears throat> excuse me. You like the D. There's also going to be guys involved in this. Right. Wait, what? Oh, wait. I don't know about that. I had to I had to think on that one mm-hmm. for a little bit. I think almost part of the maturity of Women? being in the lifestyle. Oh. Just being in the lifestyle. Because as a couple, you also mature and you try to mature together. Mm-hmm. Some of those things go by the wayside fairly quickly, like the kissing rule, you know, like the only looking for the woman. That I mean, that was never a rule. Not only for us, for a but woman. <laughs> not for us. But I even think, you know, for most, for a lot of couples, that's one that they get over relatively quickly. I think. Hmm. Anyway, next one is come up with a signal. New we s- talked about that in the beginning. Do you remember what our what our code word was? I can't remember what was it. I mean, it's so we, simple. We never used it. Well, what? Pineapple. That's it. I mean, that shows the maturity level that we were at when we got into this. Well, let's just do pineapple. There you go. I mean, pineapple means swinging, right? Hazel never we used never it. We never used it. No, nope, we never used it. No, <laughs> we have, we, well, we haven't used it thus far. Good thing you reminded me just in case. Oh, yeah. It just goes on to say establish a code, code word like that and commun- 
And well, and explain what it's for. I mean, to have a code word, say Rocky and I go to a party and one or the other of us starts talking to somebody and maybe they're not as interested at that time. Or if I'm off by myself and a guy comes up and starts getting a little more manhandling, you know, a code word for me to say loud enough that Rocky would hear would tell him, hey, you need to be checking on your on your wife. Come over and see what's going on. Thankfully, that's I don't, never happened. No, it's never happened with us. I feel sorry for any man who tries to manhandle me because uh, they have to deal with me first. Well, yeah, <laughs> that would, yeah, that would that would probably not end up well. That would not end up well. It's kind of funny though. I do what I do remember about how us having that conversation was, mm-hmm. I guess, a little bit of fear that we would have to use it, not knowing. I guess the community. It's pretty. What do you mean? Not, Explain. Not, well, not knowing how people were because your perception of the lifestyle before you get in it is just sheer a bunch of craziness. Really? That's is what, that what you thought? That was mine. Oh. I mean, I didn't know if it was just people that just we walk in and there's an orgy going. I mean, I had. I mean, no, we have been. We have walked into places like that. We have, but we knew darn good <laughs> well we what knew was that happening. was happening. Yeah. You know, we we were very communicated with that that was what was going on. Like we went right. to that one in Kansas City, right, right, and we knew exactly what was happening. It was very spelled out, very mm-hmm. clear about what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. But even if you walk in on an orgy when you go to a party, that does not mean that you have to play. You can stand and watch or play with each other. And the people that we've met, and we've met a lot of people in the mm-hmm. lifestyle are very respectful of that. Oh, definitely. And and I guess that's what I'm trying to say is that's why we've, one of the reasons why we've never had to use code word, right? Right. Is because the people that you meet in the lifestyle, they're mostly professional. We've talked about how there's lots of doctors, lawyers, teachers, police, firemen, FBI people. I mean, it's it's a lot of professionals that are in, in the lifestyle. Not all of them, but there's a lot. They're just people. They're almost all very respectful of who you are, what you do, and how you do it. Right. But still, a code word is not a bad idea if one of you becomes uncomfortable. Right. Do you remember that, that orgy? I do. Do you remember standing right next to the bed where I was with your arms crossed, like just watching everybody come near me? I do. Yeah. It was like my own personal bodyguard. Do you remember why? Yeah, because I was playing with a girl. And, of course, the guys started to crowd the bed. Well, at the time... And you were worried that they were going to do something and not wear a condom or something. Right. We have... And that leads to the next one. That's the practice safe sex by using condoms and and dental dams. So I've never seen somebody... I've never seen somebody once use a dental dam. I've never in my life seen somebody use that. We do commit to regular testing. Our condom usage is a little variable. Mm-hmm. We do sometimes and sometimes we don't. It used to be a hard... If it's with regular people that we have been with you know, more than once, we're pretty then lax we're on pretty it. lax on it. But if it's people that we don't really know, and maybe it's the first time, we do. Right. I lost my, lost my train. Sorry. That's okay. Um, Safe sex. Yeah, safe. Well, anyway, the, we were talking about the orgy, and you were standing over. Oh yeah, pr- and, that, and at that time, we were one hundred percent no condom or one hundred percent condom. One hundred percent, yeah. And 
and nobody was using condoms at that place. Yeah, and you were, you were like freaking out. You're like, nobody's condoms. using condoms here. I don't know what so, to do. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that doesn't mean that they cannot use a condom with us. I mean, we both know. We were still pretty new then, relatively new. But we weren't new to sex. No, but so. still, no. I mean, you're in the room with a whole bunch of people. You just, I don't know. You worry about things like that. I would, I would just say, um, do you have a condom? Before he would even start. You are much better than I am at direct communication. I am definitely more direct. You want to do the next one? Um, Yeah. Consider branching out. Once you and your partner find a comfortable rhythm for having sex with other people, consider new ways to meet other like-minded people. Swingers clubs, swingers parties, swingers conventions um, are three places where swinging couples can meet for hookups. You may find other couples with whom you can form lifelong friendships. And we've done lots of those. We've done, yeah, a lot. I don't know that we've been to a swingers convention. Yeah, not a convention. I didn't even know they had a convention Yeah, I didn't either. That. I want to go. Um, now, Actually, I take that back. Remember, we were going to, um, what was the name of that one? It was in August this year. Well, we went to... It was the- in Seattle. Remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, You know yeah. what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, we were... Uh, but that's kind of like, I guess, a convention. Yeah. What was that called? I can't remember. Sex-a-palooza or something. No, yeah. pod, Podcast-a-palooza. That's, that's it. it. And we did go to the AVN Awards. And that's a, not a swinger. I know, but there were a lot of people, a lot of swingers there, though. Why? Well, how do you know that? Because it was porn. And That doesn't... I mean, regular people watch porn, too. They do. But... <laughs> Anyway, All right, last one for you. Yep. Pay attention to the etiquette. Swinging, swinging clubs, parties, and conventions will all have particular rules and etiquette guidelines to ensure everyone has a fun and safe experience. These include rules about alcohol, nudity, RSVPing, and more. Before you head to a swinging venue, look online to see their particular rules. If you have questions, ask the host upon arrival. Well, that's a great one too because they all do have they. They're well, all a little bit very like on Facebook, whenever they have events and stuff, they do have loose rules. The I don't cl- think they give a bulleted list. Don't do this. Don't do this. Don't do this. Well, but. in the clubs, they do. I mean, you go to, we've been to trapeze and there's a bunch of rules there that you have to abide by from the way that you dress to... Whenever they checked us in, I guess, is yeah. whenever they told us. But yeah. I was thinking like maybe there was a sign somewhere. I can't remember if there was a sign or not, mm-hmm. but I do remember us researching on their website and kind of going over mm-hmm. rules and you know no tennis shoes no shorts right that kind well of thing. i mean yeah those places you, you have to dress for the although once you're in there you can be naked right. in most places except around the food right. and that is that's a pretty general rule no matter where you go if there is food involved you may not be naked near the food which seems like a decent idea which is a very good idea <laughs> i don't want to see anyone naked next to any of the food i'm planning on eating no especially when you see some of these <clears throat> old hairy guys walking around oh, stop it <laughs> sorry and oh and i i couldn't remember where i found this list this is this is great apparently there's a master class on swinging, you know, master class. Really, on. there is. Yeah, you know what the master class series is where I, I think you and I started watching a couple. They have one like with Steve Martin on comedy. Mm-hmm. I don't know who runs this particular. So there's a master class on swinging, huh? Yes. Learn yeah. more about open communication with your partner. So it says craving a little more intimacy. Grab a master class annual membership. And learn more about open communication with your partners, experimenting in the bedroom, and being your own best sexual advocate with a little help from Emily Morse, host of the wildly popular podcast, 
sex with Emily. So, we so are, she's a master at it. Apparently, apparently. How do you know when you're a master at something? Well, um, like, did she get a diploma? You know, I like to to bait, right? You like to what? Bait. Bait. Yeah, I'm a master. I'm a master ma- baiter. Yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> Back to the dad jokes. <laughs> you really, you really had the wheels turning there for a so second. Like, bait. Bait. Why are you talking about fishing? We're talking about the lifestyle. <laughs> I mean, anywho, moving on. <laughs> Swinging if you are naturally shy. Yeah. Now this is from. I want to give the right credits where the credits do. I may, I may have just copied and pasted some of this. So mm-hmm. if I don't give the credit, well, somebody can call me out on it. Right. This is a pretty good one, though. I think there's quite a few shy people in the lifestyle. <clears throat> you would consider yourself relatively shy in a uh, lot of situations. I'm not shy. I mean, I'm a little reserved, but not shy. Well, you've even said before you become a wallflower sometimes in front of a group of new people. You... That's because I'm self-conscious, not shy. Ah, it's two different things. Gotcha. Well, maybe we. Should I would never that. ever consider myself shy, <laughs> ever. <laughs> But I can be self-conscious, yes. So anyway, this one's about being shy. This is the very first line in it. Can I let you in on a little secret? Lean close and I'll whisper in your ear. Mm-hmm. I'm naturally a shy introvert. Mm-hmm. That's a good lead-in line. Is that what the, they're saying to use that? I don't know if they're saying to use it or not, but that's um, you know, that's what it, that's what it says, swinging if you are naturally shy. So you don't consider yourself shy. You just consider yourself a little self-conscious. Why would you consider yourself? And we probably talked. We've about been over this, this. But tell several me again, times. Why, why would you consider yourself self-conscious the way you look? Well, first of all, I don't see myself the way that anybody else sees me. If you could see, you know, they have things. The way I look through my eyes, they have things for that. You know that glasses. They're mirrors. Oh. <laughs> I look in the mirror. I don't know. I'm, I've always been self-conscious. I cover it up, mostly. <laughs> when you get going, you do. Like that loft party where you we found the um, glory hole. Yeah. You. I tend to be one or the other. I'm either self-conscious or I'm the party girl. There's never any gray area with me. <laughs> this is just yet another thing that I'm either black or white. Yeah, why do you think that is? I don't know. I wish I knew. I don't know. I'm either self-conscious and I'm sitting in a corner just kind of taking it all in, or I'm the one in the middle of everything. That's just how I, it's whatever my comfort level. Did you want to hear the answer? Because yeah. it looks like you're moving on. So no. go ahead and move on. No, go ahead. Keep going. That's okay. Move on. I thought you were almost finished and I glanced down. That's started. okay. So go ahead. no, I, this is, I mean, it's good stuff for everybody. I think it probably would do a lot of people a lot of good to hear it. Continue. I mean, I don't have a reason for it. I was just saying... Those are my two modes. All in or? I'm either all in or halfway out. <laughs> well, this person that wrote this, I mean, it's basically a story, but they've got some other tips for shy swingers. Mm-hmm. The first tip is don't be scared of uh, swinger clicks. Clicks exist in all social group situations, whether that's gym, newbies, yoga class, or book club, or whatever. And can be very off-putting for the less experienced. We've seen that. Oh yeah, there's lots into... of lots of lots of clicks. That's not necessarily a bad thing. And that's what this continues to say. Mm-hmm. Don't feel any pressure to join in. Chances are these 
people that are in the cliques have been meeting at the same place for a while. And they say they'd much rather play with a couple who wanted to get to know them rather than having to join something they weren't originally involved in. That's pretty good advice. Mm-hmm. Sure. And I, I, we haven't really had a lot of bad uh, instances with cliques. When we got into it, there were cliques all over the place. We just was just normal with just everybody. We would talk to whoever wanted to talk to us. We we didn't try to, you know, plow our way into a clique or whatever. And it we just gradually got invited. Right. I mean, and without an actual invitation, if that makes sense. And got to know people. And just got to know people. And that's my suggestion is, you know, just be yourself and just talk to people just like you would if you were going to the PTA and there's a bunch of parents there. Just talk. Be oh, yourself. In a situation at a swingers place, you can talk about just about anything. And you can talk about just about anything. Exactly. Which I consider to be one of the more fun parts because of my lack of couth when it comes to just speaking in general. Your lack of couth? Right. Yeah, because around vanillas, I can say stupid things that wouldn't be stupid in front of a bunch of swingers. No, can no comment on that. I, I don't know where you're. I mean, you like to talk about sex, right? You like to flirt. Talking about sex at a birthday party at a vanilla per- birthday party is not appropriate. I, yeah, probably and, not. Gotta know your audience. And you kind of got to keep an eye on me for that kind of shit. So. Mm. What you do, right? Mm-hmm. And you want to do the next one? Yeah. So you did. Don't be scared. Let's see. If attending a new party or club, then it's common for the host or host couple to give you a guided tour. These people are the most friendly, relaxed, and easygoing of all swingers. It's their job to ensure you feel relaxed and have a great time. Chances are they have seen and done it all, so they understand exactly how you are feeling. Everyone is a newbie at some point. If you are feeling shy about asking questions, don't be. A great host will answer as many questions as they can, have a good look at the facilities they offer, and it should give you plenty to discuss. That is very true and great advice. Yep. I go back to when we when I sent the message to a host of one of the, the parties that we went to about mm-hmm. Graham. Right. Six months after we went to a party... We had been talking about a particular guy, Mm -hmm. using him in our sex talk. Hazel was very attracted to him. And it just hit me one one day to get in touch with the organizer to see if we could get his number. Right. And as soon as I mentioned, as soon as I started describing him, he knew exactly who I was talking about. And I had his number in five minutes. Next thing you know, we had set up a get-together at a hotel. And Hazel's fantasy got fulfilled (laughs) and filled. And filled again. So, yeah, get to know the hosts at parties. They will... Well, definitely, because those hosts probably know a lot of people in the lifestyle and know of other parties. And if you enjoyed yourself at that one, let them know, hey, this was great. Would love to come back. And maybe you'll get invited to the other ones that that host knows about, too. And... It's just good. It's called networking. That's exactly right. I mean, you're just basically networking in your sex life. That's it. That's a very good way to put it. Yeah. All right. One of the biggest fears was, let's see, is that right? Other people expecting me to be a certain way. Yeah. 
Would they expect me to be overly friendly and bubbly? The life and the soul of the party? What if I felt uncomfortable? Was I going to be expected to act in a certain way that I was unfamiliar with? I soon realized that the only pressure I was under was the pressure I was applying to myself. No one expects anything from you, and if they do, then I wouldn't even recommend playing with them. That's kind of what I was talking about earlier. That's exactly right. I had these misconceptions of what the lifestyle was. And that's setting up that code word and all of that and that very protective type of aura or personality that I had, you know, cross my arms in that that one situation and all Mm -hmm. of that. And it was mostly because... I didn't recognize, I think, that they're all just people and they're well, people yeah, that and enjoy just sex. Just because you're in the lifestyle doesn't mean that you're forced to play with anyone. That doesn't mean you have to play with anyone. I mean, you could play by yourself all you wanted. It's just like going to any other party. I think there's a big bit misconception about the lifestyle and swinging that all we do is just have sex with each other all the time. And that's not entirely true. Like, we have several friends in the lifestyle that we just like to hang out with. You know, just go and spend the day and have fun. And maybe maybe we play, maybe we don't. There's no expectations ever. That is really vastly different than what I originally had a concept of lifestyle. And Mm -hmm. that has been one of, I think, the better and best benefits that some of these people actually have become good friends. Very good friends. We've got uh, Paige and RJ. Yeah, very, very good friends. People that Absolutely love them. The last time we got together with them, we just went out and we didn't... Yeah, we spent the entire weekend with them and... Went to the beach. I don't think we played that whole weekend, did we? No. I mean, not... I mean, we together with each other, but I don't think that we did that weekend. Right, no. And that was okay. And it wasn't that we didn't want to or that they didn't want to. We just had a blast. Remember, they were moving in. That's right. And they came over. They were tired. They were tired. (laughs) They hung out at the beach. Mm. We went out to dinner and we had a great, great time just hanging around talking. Yeah. Yeah. The lifestyle is just like any other thing. Just be yourself. Just be yourself. You do you. Next one. Chatting online is a great way to build up a rapport with other swingers and become used to holding a conversation with a couple. Openly flirting with another couple while you are with your partner is something that you have to ease into. It's a strange feeling at first, but one that you become used to. If you are naturally a little shy, then it can be easy to let the more confident individuals talk for you in a sociable setting. Chatting via webcam is a great way to practice flirting while holding great conversations. Now see, that one there, I'm not good at that one. You're very good at that. I am not. I'm not a natural flirt. You are a natural flirt. So, and then even, uh, on some of these websites that we're on. I'm not good at that. I never know what to say whenever, you know, the guys send messages. I always look at you and go, how do I, how do I respond? I don't know what to say. <laughs> I'm not good at it. I'm just not good at flirting. It makes me uncomfortable. It still amazes me. I'm very good at sex. Yes, you are. But I suck at <laughs> flirting. <laughs> Wasn't the first time we spoke to Paige and RJ via like a Zoom call? Um, I think we were texting first and yeah, I think we had texted for a couple of days and then they were like, hey, let's let's hop on a Zoom call. We want to see you guys. Right. So we probably owe them like a Zoom call. Or a visit or, a or FaceTime or whatever. Or whatever. Well, yeah. I mean, we definitely need to go see yeah, them. Yeah, we miss FaceTime. them. Yeah. Yeah, we should do that. Anyway, but what's your take on that? A lot of the lifestyle is about ice breaking. If you can engage in those type of things, the, the flirting, and, and I, I think it helps quite a bit. I never thought about doing a Zoom call. Or we never really have gotten into like the direct messaging. What do you mean? Like the, um, what do you, what's the 
one that all, everybody uses, the messaging app. Uh, um, I know what you're um, talking about. Kick. Kick. Yeah, we never really have gotten into those. I mean, um, we tried. And some I don't of remember them, why we didn't like it. Well, I, I, I do, and it's because we wanted to share the account to do it so mm-hmm. we can both do it at the same time. Mm-hmm. But it only... It, well, it only let one or the other in. One or the other in. So mm-hmm. it was just weird. And we could have, I guess we could add each other. And I don't know. We well, just we, haven't done we it. We each have our own kick. Right. Though, so we did create our own kick. Maybe we should try that again some more to help with that. Because if we're both on it, I can use, for lack of a better term, my strength of flirting. And maybe that would help you a little bit more. I don't know. What do you think? What do you mean? Help me to flirt more? Has it helped in the last several years? Well, we haven't done it like that. Well, we tried a couple times. I don't know. And again, the direct messaging for me, I mean, I struggle when it's uh, an email and I have all the time in the world to respond. Direct messaging, they're expecting an answer right now. (laughs) I got nothing. (laughs) I'm drawing a blank. (laughs) Well, you do pretty good with your boyfriend. I know him. Well, that's true. Well, maybe that's the maybe that's the secret is act like you know him a little bit. I don't know. Just trying to help. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's it for this week, everyone. Tune in next week for the remainder of this episode. If you want to give us a shout or contact us, contact us at Rocky and Hazel at yahoo.com or hazeldivine15 on Twitter or onlyfans.com slash Hazel the Hotline. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll catch up on the next one. Thanks for listening. Now head on over to OnlyFans and check me out. OnlyFans.com slash Hazel the Hot Wife.